Welcome to All Axes, brought to you by Mazak, a podcast where we interview the people helping to shape the future of manufacturing to give you a better understanding of where we're heading and why. We believe that with an understanding of technology, workforce, and market trends, you can always grow your business. My name is Teelan Henderson, and I'll be your host. Today, we'll be discussing women in manufacturing with our guest, Courtney Silver, president of Ketchy Incorporated in Concord, North Carolina. And up front, I just want to say that I do play a little devil's advocate with some of my questions so we can dig deeper into some of the misconceptions uh, surrounding this issue. Courtney, hello, and thank you for joining us today. Thanks, Thielen. I'm happy to be here. Courtney, can you tell us a little bit about Ketchy? Sure. Um, So just to kind of back into that a little bit, um, we were started in 1947 by Ed Ketchy Sr. He was a captain in the Air Force during World War II, came home and saw a need in the local textile mills and started his own shop. Second generation came in the 1970s, his son, Ed Jr., and uh, so third generation, uh, Ed's son Bobby came in 2004, and he just such an upbeat, positive person and had a gift uh, for creating relationships with partners and suppliers and customers. And he just really fell in love with machining and made key personal decisions to to build his team. And um, he also fell in love with me. So <laughs> we got married. In 2008, I decided to leave my career in the financial industry and join him. And Thielen, were you in this business in 2008, 2009 during the recession? <laughs> God, yes, yeah. I was. Oh, I was in sales. Yeah. It was quiet. Yeah, it was. So it it was a very hard time to be here. Um, I thought, what did I do? But yeah, you know, looking back, I, I wouldn't have had it any other way. It was it was really hard to join during the recession, but learned a lot in a really short amount of time. Um, but long story short, um, sadly, Bobby was diagnosed with brain cancer. And after seven and a half years, he passed away in 2014. Um, and that's when I became president and owner. And um but I, I just have a, a really incredible team. Um, we, since 2014, have um, had double-digit double revenue growth, positive net margin annually. I've invested over $2 million in capital equipment since 2014. Um, we were the recipient of the Business North Carolina Small Business of the Year last year. Um, so, you know, and it's, it's just, it's honestly been fun to just watch our core values being played out in, in all that we do in this space. Manufacturing has always been historically made up of males, but is there direct benefit in trying to make it more inclusive to females? Oh gosh. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I, I think about it as, you know, when you think about you're, you're getting married or you're looking for a spouse, you're dating, you're looking for a, a partner that's going to compliment you. You know, it's, it's just, it's, it's the same thing in the business world and you want to build a team where people's strengths are complementary with one another and, you know, I think we all, we all pretty much know women and men, you know, face struggles differently. They deal with conflict differently. They solve problems differently. But, you know, sometimes they just, it, you know, the manufacturing world is so fast paced and maybe we just aren't reflecting enough or we're not slowing down enough to be aware. Um, 
of those strengths that maybe, you know, that those women on your team or those women that maybe you haven't hired yet could be so complementary to your team and, and um, maybe in ways that we haven't even considered because our industry is so male dominated. You know, a simple but powerful story at Ketchy of this is we were preparing for an event last year and, or yeah, this past year for Manufacturing Day. We were, were having a 150 fifth graders come over. We were right next to an elementary school. And so it was a really neat event. We were going to expose them to machining, manufacturing. Some kids probably had never even been in a manufacturing plant before. And I was able to observe, so I I have a woman in sales and customer service and uh, my plant manager is male. And I was able to observe them and how they approach this event and how my employee in sales and customer service, you know, automatically right off the bat was able, you know, was thinking of awesome creative ideas to um, even things from the very details of the beginning of the event all the way to doing survey monkeys for the teachers and publicity with the local papers. And um, and then I was able to observe my plant manager get a very creative idea that was very impactful with the students, a, a competition for them to do and to just execute it flawlessly. And, you know, the event was awesome. It was so fun. But one of my favorite parts was watching my diverse team come together and use their strengths and and just how it all came together. And it, it wouldn't have been possible for it to be that successful without, in my opinion, ha- having that diversity on, on my team. So the event was far more multifaceted than it could have been if it was just set up by uh, people with overlapping skill sets. Yeah, a lot of the science, you know, just around the fact that just by natural design, we're different. And, and you know, they say typically women think more web-like, men think more linear. And these are tendencies, right? Yeah. These aren't like hard right, right, rules. Yeah. But I do. Broad brush strokes, broad brush strokes. Yeah, yeah. And, but I do think it's true. I, and I think that um, as leaders in this manufacturing world, we, we need to be looking for that and stay aware and. Um, you know, and just another comment on on this is this is um, women in manufacturing and this movement and kind of it seems like it's it's there's been a lot more advocacy around this recently. And for me, it, it, this is this is not about getting more women into manufacturing for the sake of hiring more women. Um, this is about hiring the right person for the right job. Um, it's just like I, I don't want machine work because I'm a woman. I want you to do business with me because I've got a competitive price. I'm delivering on time, good quality parts and providing excellent customer service. And I completely agree with that. And I think that most people would. What matters most is getting the right person for the right job. But doesn't that kind of statement lend itself to a train of thought that says, I should keep doing the same thing? Like I had a guy or a male in this role who did a fine job. Doesn't it suggest that they should keep doing that? Or how would you combat that kind of thinking? Hmm, that's a good question. Um, well, I think the fact the fact is, though, science and research has proven that men and women do the same job differently, and but equally as it can be equally as great. Like if a man and a woman were a teacher or a police officer 
or a firefighter, they're, they're probably going to go about the, the job differently, but both be effective. And, I, you know, I think that you're never going to experience situations where one is better than the other. Like, like for instance, to go back to what I was saying earlier about typically just by natural design, men's brains are designed to think more linear. linear. Um, there's never that's never going to be the right answer all of the time. You always need both of those types of people in all the various situations. And I agree. You know, it lets you problem solve and be a little more versatile. And we're all trying to do that these days. Uh, And you need different points of view to do that. Yeah. Uh, Do you feel like you need to change the obligations or responsibility of a role that's been traditionally held by a male so that a female can be successful in it? No, I don't. I, um, I feel like a female can come in and do the job and do it well. I, I, I do think that when you're the minority in a company or in a, any sort of association or event, um, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't you, you kind of, it, it doesn't feel great. And so having resources, having women in manufacturing groups being supported by your management and your company is important and it's needed, but I don't, I don't think the the roles and responsibilities in machining or manufacturing in general would would need to be changed. As manufacturing has been historically a male dominated industry, there are some perception issues about females coming into the workforce. And uh, you've mentioned some groups like women in manufacturing that are helping to combat that. Uh, is it working? Yeah, I, I think it is working, um, but I still think. We have a long way to go. Um, I, you know, I we were I had some local leaders here from high schools and some guidance counselors from high schools and people from the economic development group and leaders at our local community college. And I was kind of giving them an overview of Ketchy. We were giving them a shop tour. And I remember in one of the high school guidance counselors told me that he had a female student who was interested in, um, I, I think he said welding. I know it was manufacturing and I'm pretty sure it was welding, but she told him that she was embarrassed to really admit that in front of anyone. And I remember when he told me that I thought, Oh my gosh, there's probably other women out there that are thinking this in high school or middle school. And it, it certainly made me, it grew my passion for this and, and made me think, wow, I've, I've got to do whatever I can do to make a difference right now and for future generations. Um, well, that's interesting because that's the next thing I was going to ask you. Do you think that women want to get into manufacturing? Because I think that if you ask a lot of men, they would say that women aren't interested in it. Does it become a question of creating a culture uh, – on a, on a grade school and high school level where we're encouraging this? Well, and I totally think it's one of those, if, if you can see it, you can be it. You know, it's, it's like it's getting to the root of, well, why aren't women interested? You know, do, do they feel like it's not a respectable, admirable career choice because they don't see a ton of leaders that are female? Um and and honestly, I um, 
I'll just be honest. When I when I came, when I joined my husband uh, Bobby in 2008 at Ketchy to help him run the shop, and I, I was not at all thinking about this in women manufacturing. In fact, when I became president and owner in 2014, this wasn't on my radar. I mean, I was just wanting to run the business, wanting to to carry on this legacy and be successful. And, um, but, you know, it wasn't until, you know, I started talking to other women in manufacturing and building some relationships that I realized that even in the South, I, I feel like there's more apprehension for women to choose manufacturing. Um, I grew up outside of Detroit and to me, I, as I grew up uh, as a young girl, I thought it was great, exciting. Um, I picked supply chain management major in Michigan State because I wanted to be in manufacturing. Then I chose a different career, but then, you know, how life works, you never know all the twists and turns and the doors that opened. So it's almost, you know, I, I chose, I went through this door of opportunity and then ended up falling in love with it. So just encouraging women to take that first step and to get exposed to it. And, you know, that involves outreach. What resources would you recommend for a female who is interested in getting involved in manufacturing? Honestly, I think sometimes the smallest, the smallest things can make the biggest difference. So one idea is to go to the Manufacturing Institute's website. I think it's manufacturinginstitute.org. It's uh, Carolyn Lee is the director of that. And check out that website. And these are women who have won uh, Women in Manufacturing Awards over the past few years. And you can kind of view these women, their names, the companies they work for, and you can read a bio about them. And that, you know, that's just inspiring in itself. It, it had been for me personally to, you know, it kind of goes back to the whole, if you can see it, you can be it thing. And, um, you know, even connect with them. I, at the awards ceremony, um, Carolyn Lee said it well that, you know, this is a celebration, but it's also a call to action. And I know a lot of those female leaders in the manufacturing world would gladly, um, if you lived in their state, in fact, if you live in North Carolina or passing through and near Concord, look me up, give me a call. I would gladly meet with you and tell you what I do and why I love my job and hopefully inspire more women to join this industry. And, uh, but, you know, it's also things like going to your community colleges. Um, my local community college here has something called the North Carolina Manufacturing Institute. Anybody on staff there are so well-equipped to talk to you about manufacturing, talk to you about the local leading companies, what the career choices are, benefits, pay, um, why it's a good career to choose. They'll give you resources, training. Um, that's a good avenue. Also, you know, IMTS is coming up this year. So if you're in that area, you know, and I know sometimes flights aren't even that expensive to Chicago, you could really get exposed very quickly um, to the technology, the trends. There's a lot of breakout sessions. There's a ton of manufacturing leaders there. Um, that would be a, a great way to get immersed very quickly. 
Um, just walk around that room and drink in the zeitgeist. Yeah, exactly. Yep. It's, uh, it's pretty inspiring to go to. Tell me what it is you love about manufacturing. Oh, gosh, so much. I, you know, I have found that I am a pretty competitive, I've always been a pretty competitive person. And I love um, just competing for work. I love when I can present a customer, a longstanding customer or a new, uh, even a new project with a ton of cost savings with, you know, however they have it currently forced. It just makes me feel so good. It makes <laughs> no, me feel I get that. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh that's that's what drives me. <laughs> well Courtney, thank you for joining us on All Axes and thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe to All Axes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, or you can always visit our website at mazakusa.com for the latest episode.